Uh, back for Coda Week with line movers, Austin, Texas, big road course where the F1 guys go, 3.4 miles. It's the third time ever for the Cup, Xfinity, and now Trucks guys to be there. Uh, prior winners, well, there haven't been too many, but it's been pretty easy. Um, Chase Elliott in 2021, and then Ross Chastain last year getting that big, big breakthrough win. Uh, led 31 laps, looked pretty dominant, but last year's race, you have to toss out a lot of the numbers you saw, um, a lot of rain, a lot of nonsense, a lot of wrecks that I don't think you're going to see this weekend. Some rain scheduled for Friday morning in through lunch hour in Austin, but then probably dry the rest of the week. And what that could do, that could truncate or toast practice or even put the practice guys on non uh, on the wet weather tires, which I don't think they're planning to run. They clearly have, which would mean we would learn nothing out of practice on Friday. So, we will keep our eye on that one. Last couple weeks, um, Phoenix did not work for us, period. Phoenix usually one of the more predictable tracks. Um, we had Kyle Larson to win. We had a great number, 9-1, to one, and he ends up leading the most laps, I believe, and getting wrecked toward the end and finishing fourth as Byron has been the gas uh, the last couple weeks. So if Larson wins, we're big plus money out of Phoenix Sadly, we are not. As for last week, I told everybody, don't bet Atlanta. We threw out a couple, uh, the usual four or five sprinkle of plate track specialists and guys with really good numbers early week. Um, we had LaJoy <laughs> at 500 to 1 if you got in early enough and caught a bad line on Betway if you had Betway in your state. We had him, we had Cindric, we had Jones, we had a few of the usual plate track guys. Didn't win. Um, you know, your, your, your winner was Logano, uh, pretty much dominated the bulk of the way in race. You could have bought him for 800, a thousand, 1200 here and there, but we did not have him. We played one matchup last week, Byron over Larson, Byron at minus one Oh five. And they both get wrecked within a few laps of each other. And Larson finishes two places better. So can't even get that one right. Byron's been so hot though. And Byron was a winner at Atlanta last year. What you've seen in Atlanta Again, we only have three samples to look at there from the uh, the Cup Series guys. But what you're seeing is you're not seeing as many fluky guys in those top tens. You're not seeing outside of LaJoy, who's finally proven, I think, that he has a real thing, Corey LaJoy, for these plate tracks. You're not seeing the fluky back of the field guys into that top ten. So we're not prescribing a lot of those top ten bets at a place like Atlanta as being a good idea. And frankly... Atlanta was awful. Um, I don't want to try and ride that. We'll see it again later in the year, but until something changes about the predictability of Atlanta, I'm going to stay generally generally away from that. Um, going to the road course this year, Coda. Number one thing most important last year, Chase Elliott was out there as a favorite very early, priced anywhere from 250 to I think 375 depending on your book. We'll call it 350 for last year was a normal price. He's not racing this year. Remember, he's working on that broken leg, broken tibia, uh, tib-fib deal from a few weeks back. So he's not running the road course. So your favorite's gone, which means about yeah, 20 25% of the EV of winning this race is now gone with him. And you look at last year's pricing, obviously two guys are going to come flying up is uh, Reddick and Chastain. We're both uh, low four-figure plays uh, last year. They're now both guys who are going to be in the 10-to-1 area this week. Um, Larson... Was second here in 21, was pretty dominant. Uh, he is the favorite this week. He's 600 at most books that have already posted, and that's as of late Monday night. We have some more we're expecting to drop out. We've got Caesar Barstool, uh, DK, and the Bet River Sugar House guys up there so far. Uh, others are dropping as we speak. Bet Fred and some others are already up, but those are the keys we have in front of us. Uh, Larson, your favorite. 
at 600. Last year, he was part of the Rain Wreck crew, finishes in the back. Uh, I would kind of ignore that and go to, like, the loop data stats, look at the driver rating, which is a nice way to grade somebody out, you know, kind of like uh, wins above replacement or whatever. Chastain killed it last year in this space. Um, Larson ended up not leading any laps, qualifying 12th, and getting caught in the rain thing pretty early. So discounts from that. Last year, the best drivers here were Chastain, who won, uh, Reddick, who was great all day, and uh, he got as high. He got to the lead. He started fourth. Uh, Ryan Blaney started on the pole. He had a pretty good run here. Uh, Austin Sendrick, who we love almost every week because he's a value compared to the Penske cars, he was really good here last year. And those are essentially the only guys with driver ratings over 100 or well out of their uh, statistical you know, mean. Guys who look really, really good here. Chase Elliott was actually sub-100. Christopher Bell finished third. And... He might be the only Toyota we like this week at all. He and Reddick, his driver rating last year was 90. Didn't lead any laps, um, but he was in the top 15 all day. And it was just a really, really good car. Didn't have fast laps. The fast laps were all Chastain, Cindric, Bowman joints. Bowman was better here than expected. And he's another one of those guys who is taking a run um, in the trucks, I believe, this week. You have three or four guys running trucks and running Xfinity for extra hours as well. So we'll look at that. Anyway, Larson, your favorite at 6-1. to one. Kyle Busch, who uh, was really good here two years ago before being caught in the uh, all the wreck stuff last year in the rain. Um, he's 9-1 to one to his best price, Barstool. Reddick's 10-1 to one at Caesar, 9-1 to one everywhere else. Chastain, 10-1 to one a couple places, Barstool and Bet Rivers. More expensive elsewhere. Byron, who's a good road course qualifier, rarely a good road course finisher, 12 to 1 most shops, followed by Almondinger, the only road course ringer in really, really good equipment. He's 13 to 1, Barstool, 12 to 1, a few other places. Behind that is Christopher Bell. And maybe this is where Bell gets loose. Again, people are not trusting Toyota. The Toyota make price is 4 to 1, 400 this week to get you basically Bell and Reddick. Uh, Bell's 1,500 at Caesar. I think there's a 1,600 out there at Bedfred for the time being. Um, in terms of guys who can win on a road course. Behind that, Suarez and Cindric, both 1,800 DK is where they opened. Behind that, Blaney, uh, 1,800 a few places, 2,000 at Caesar. And then beyond that, you start to get in guys who um, experience, haven't won one of these in a while, but technically are very sound and probably lock themselves in the top 10 via pit strategy. That's the other thing about pit strategy this week. There's not going to be the mandatory caution at the end of Stage 1 and Stage 2. They will award stage points, but none of this stuff where the whole field stops to get tires and whatnot and then resets, as we've had before. What does that mean? If somebody is running that first third of the race, that first quarter of the race in Stage 1, and has a big lead to develop one, which is what these things typically happen here. Someone runs away and hides, like, like an Almondinger, like a Larson. They're really, really good here, and they run away from you. They don't have to stop and let, let the pack come back to them. So you have a situation where you have big, big, big gaps. You're going to have like IMSA-looking gaps here, especially with, the, with these pit stops not being done the same way, with the stage points not resulting in a full field stoppage. So you can have someone run out there to a 10, 15, 20-second um, you know, gain on everybody. And as long as they don't screw up in the pits or speed or do something stupid, the other thing is I would, I would expect fewer wrecks. It's a, a road course but it's a wide-open road course. Unless so somebody's stopped in the course in a dangerous place, you're not going to see, other than you know going into turn one on the first lap or on a restart, you're not going to see mid-race, mid mid-stage stoppages the way you did. So I think cautions will be down from last year. That's the interesting thing we're looking at the last few weeks. With exception of that Atlanta mess, we've seen cautions and stoppages down from last year when nobody understood the tires. 
people were spinning themselves out. The drivers are a lot better. So what this is bending toward is making the great restarters not necessarily as important. Like, if you don't get a million restart opportunities, it kind of goes back to the long-run guys, which is going to long-term probably strengthen the Hamlin, Harvick, Truex, the old guys who like to manage tires a little better and go from there. We'll be at Richmond next week. We'll know about that real soon. Um, beyond Blaney and the guys at 2000, I said the, old, the older dudes or the guys are more veteran. Logano, 2,500. He's had a great few weeks, but he's not going to win on a road course, I can't imagine. Truex is 3,000 at DK. Briscoe's been terrible this season, and he wasn't really good here last year, but Briscoe's 2,500 is a threat on road courses. Beyond that, Busher opened 3,500 on Caesar. Bowman, 2,500 a couple places, including uh, Barstool. And beyond that, Harvick, uh, Taylor, who is the replacement this week, not Josh Berry, uh, in the Elliott car um, from Hendrick. It'll be a fast car with a guy who has not run a lot of stock cars. Um, beyond that, Hamlin, Keselowski, McDowell, who's been terrible on restarts and terrible on pass differential this year so far, all in the 3,300 area. Uh, Ty Gibbs, I would take a long shot on him at a top 10. He's 50-1 to 1 to win. Then the kind of gimmick guys, Kimi Räikkönen, remember him, F1, 50-1. Uh, um, Jimmy Johnson, he can still race road courses. He's in probably good equipment, the Legacy Motorsport Chevy guys. He's 60-1 to one at Barstool and Bet Rivers. Um, nibble, just a hair. Uh, Eric Jones, not great on road courses, 65-6600. Beyond that, Gregson, Bubba Wallace, Priest, Dillon, uh, Haley at 101. He's been okay on road courses in a couple stretches. Uh, if you see many cheaper than 100, might nibble on that or look at the top 10. Beyond that, Jensen Button, another F1 veteran, is over here running this week. Uh, my secret sauce this week is um, Todd Gilland. Um, he is in that front row uh, Ford, 150 to 1. He won here last year in trucks, has been better than expected on road courses, really good at Pocono, really good at Watkins Glen. I'm willing to bet his ten, his top ten price at 150 to one is going to be five to one or better. I would nibble on that because I bet he qualifies well. He's one of the few pre-qualifying bets I'd probably make. And behind that, a bunch of guys who are terrible on road courses: Harrison Burton, LaJoy, Almarola, Stenhouse, Connor Daly's here from IndyCar. He's a thousand to one, and then field fillers beyond that. So, what do we know? We know we're going to see hopefully practice after lunch on Friday. We're going to see Trucks and Xfinity, where some guys are taking some extra runs in, in those, and guys getting some extra track time. But right now, not seeing a lot of prices I'm absolutely in love with on these opening lines. There's no obvious bargain. The books have accounted for Elliott being out of the field. Um, if I had to buy a guy right now, the prices that are right in front of us, I would probably nibble on Christopher Bell and Suarez, who was great here last year. Remember his... Uh, his career, he's been great on road courses, and Suarez started second here, was one of the guys who got in wrecks, got off course, but very fast on road courses, and has been very fast this season, and he's in the same equipment that Chastain is at less than half the price. So I would nibble Suarez, I would nibble Cindric, I would nibble Bell, that 1600 is still out there, and I would nibble later in the week, watch a Discord for line movers.